one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This is it. The time has come. Saturday night's all right for fighting. The Push him down. Get in the ring and go the distance with Fight Night with Gareth A. Davies. You're better than that. On Talk Sport. You're listening to Fight Night on TalkSport with me, Gareth A. Davis and Adi Oladipo. It's Ladies' Night Special here on Fight Night. Given that the England Lionesses were on the eve of their historic win against Germany in the European Women's Football Championship, we began, Adi and I, with a fantastic hour in the studio with Ebony Bridges. From New South Wales, Australia, Ebony Bridges. Life is a mystery. People look at me and they think that I can't fight or I don't take the sport seriously just because of what I'm pretty, because I like to you know, get in the scales a certain way. Bridges just letting the hands go. Double right hand, just got round the side of the guard. Doesn't mean I don't take the job seriously. Doesn't mean I don't train hard or harder than anyone else. Strength, the power from Ebony Bridges. If I've got to go on a back foot and jab her head off to win it, that's what I've got to do. Ebony Bridges working really well, good combination. Really mixing it up, lovely variation. I can do it all, and I know I can do it all. Going to a shower, white hand over the top from Ebony Bridges. The blonde bomber, Ebony Bridges. Yep, she's it. let's give her a round of applause. Yeah, let's do it, let's go. do it. Hey, boys. The current IBF yeah. Bantamweight world champion is in the building, and I love it that she's here. Ebony Bridges joins us. Ebony, how are you? I'm great, thank you. I'm excited to be here. My first time in the studio, what? so thank you. Yes, and um, it's great. You know, we've done a bit of work together, we ringside, eh? mm-hmm. and obviously Gareth. You know, we go way back. I think from like, you know, way back. You're yeah. one of the first people to interview me for the like before Shannon Courtney. So yeah. I'm very excited to be here with you guys. It's a, it's you know, you heard what we were saying about the time of women. It's yeah. the time, isn't it? You know, it really, really is. And I mean, we mentioned Ramla Ali there yeah. being on the Saudi <laughs> card. You and I spoke about this the other day. You wanted to be on that card, didn't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, I did. You know, but I, you know, I wanted a female. We said, you know, I wanted a female fight on that card. Mm. And I question it. Why is there not a female card? Why there's not a female fight on a card in Saudi? And I said to you that I questioned it to Matt Room. 
and um, I'm really, really excited. I'm so happy for Ramla, but I'm really happy for women's boxing, not just, you know, especially in, in Saudi because there's those women in Saudi, they need representation as well and just so that you can be strong, you can be fierce and that we are allowed to be in a man's world, you know, and I think it's just great. And Ramla, you know, she's a great advocate, so I'm really excited, you know. What's it like now you're, you're based here? You, you've travelled so much in the last couple of years. It's ridiculous <laughs> the amount of air miles you've done. It's like you've lived in the sky. Now that you are based in the UK, uh, trained by Mark Tibbs, fantastic trainer, what's it like to be based here now full-time? Oh, it's excellent, honestly. Yeah. Um, it didn't take me long to settle in. I felt like I've, I felt like this was home for quite a while now because I have such a great, like, obviously this is my work here, my job, my, you know, my boxing. I have all my sponsors here. I have a great um, community of friends here that are like family. Quite a lot of fans as well. Great, of course. A lot of <laughs> all the fans are here, you know. Um, and I think for me, you know, boxing's my life and boxing's so big in the UK that it just made sense for me. And when I was travelling back home, I'd go back home and I'd get like a bit of blues. Like I'd be home in Australia and I'm like, why am I here, man? Like, really? yeah, because like for me, if you, you know, haven't noticed, boxing is everything for me and I put everything into my goals. And for mm. me, all I care about is being a champion or, or achieving my goals. So going back to Australia, it doesn't, Personally, it doesn't help me achieve my goals. You know, all it for me is the way I was looking at it was just ruining my momentum or slowing my momentum down, you know. So for me to be over here, it's where I can, you know, really, like, explode even more. You mm. know, there's, there's, it's, here is the place for boxing, I think even globally, and but especially for women's boxing. Yeah, there's money to be made here. Let's go back a few years. There would be a lot of people that would have only known you leading the lead up to the Shannon Courtney fight. Kind of take us back a few years and what you were doing before that. I know you were a teacher, um, yeah. a bit of bodybuilding as well. Yeah. Ring card girl. I remember you yeah. showed me photos of you being a <laughs> ring card girl. Tell your story for those that don't know. Um, Ebony Bridges prior to the Shannon Courtney fight. Prior to the Shannon Courtney fight. Okay, so, yeah, well, look, I was, before even boxing, I had my first amateur fight two weeks before my 30th birthday. Um, Jesus, late. Yeah, so that was only six years ago. Mm. I'm actually less than six because I'm not 36 yet. Um, <laughs> calm down. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like you know milk these these yeah, years. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Tell yeah, you okay. Now. I'm on. not gonna say I'm 36 yet because I'm not. I still got a couple of months. Mm. No, but um, honestly, it was um, yeah, two weeks before my 30th birthday that I had my first boxing fight. And before then, I was a bodybuilder. I was a competitive bodybuilder. I did that all through my 20s. Mm. But I've always been an avid combat sports fan boxing fan since I was younger. You know, I did martial arts from the age of five, you know, karate, black belt, kickboxing, all that kind of stuff. So it wasn't like aggression or combat sports was was um, new to me. Mm. It was just that it wasn't possible for me at the stage before. Um, because in Australia, in most states in Australia, it was actually illegal for women to fight in combat sports until 2008. So it wasn't really a realistic thing when I was growing up. Oh, I'm going to be a famous boxer. I'm going to be a world champion. It just wasn't really something to be seen. Yeah. So I did the bodybuilding. I did the ring card girling because I loved the boxing and the kickboxing and I just wanted to be at the fights and I just thought, what a great job. I get to sit ringside, literally get the best view of the fights and I get to get paid for it. Yeah. Could you, could you, between rounds, do your own ring cards now? <laughs> I could time? definitely. <laughs> I have, you, you could. have you not seen me work those scales? <laughs> You've seen me work those scales. Yeah. I got the moves. and they didn't, Sometimes I look and I'm like, oh, I would like to do that again. It'd be cute. But, you know, when I used to do it, we used to wear bikinis and G-strings and now they've got to be really clothed. So, mm. I mean, it'd be quite easy now, but it's, kind of, it's crazy how things have changed, you know, um, over the years. But, no, look, I've always joked about it and said... Um, said I should just do a, like a, you know, run it back and get in there one day. But um, look, for now, I'm, I'm, you know, world champion and 
Well, let, let me wind up all those things you were talking about, about the bodybuilding yeah. and the martial arts and boxing and combat sports. What is it? What is it? We, we will get into this. You're here with us for an hour yeah. in the studio. What is it that drew you to that physicality in the beginning? Well, I don't know. Well, honestly, I got put into martial arts when I was a kid from my family when I was five. Nothing really drew me to it. My parents put because me in, but I stuck to it. Because your parents were into it? No, they just thought it would be good. Like like most you people. You were hyperactive? I've always been, yeah, hyperactive. But I, I know just, how hyperactive you <laughs> I'm are. I'm very hyperactive. Like, yeah, yeah. But I do think, but I do think um, everyone, not everyone knows, but a lot of people know Martial arts is a great for discipline. Yeah. Mm. And back mm. then it was even more hardcore. Like, mm. you know, when I was doing karate, it was like, you couldn't do that to kids now. Like, it'd be illegal. You get bullied. Yeah, they call no. it bullying now. Well, they? you would say, like, you treating, you can't treat a child like that. You can't yeah. be, you yeah, can't yeah. do that. Like, how dare you make kids do that? Like, that's abuse. But, like, back then it was discipline, right? Yeah. yeah. And um, no, it was just about building discipline. Like, any sport really for kids, it's all about discipline. And, and um, I think. Um, combat sports in particular is known for its discipline and its respect. You have respect, right? So obviously growing up, um, you know, um, we got into that and I was big fans, you know, the Van Damme and, you, you know. Every, it's Van Damme and Steven yeah. Seagal. Steven Seagal, Van Damme. Yeah, Van Damme. If you're Van an Damme 80s kid, if you're Claude. like a 70s and yeah. an 80s kid, like, that's, yeah. that's Who, your guys, you man. Claude. You know, so yeah, that was, that was all about. And I think just as I got older, as always, I still had that aggression. Um, and I just liked hitting things. I liked smashing things. And, and I was just like... Some things haven't changed them. No, I <laughs> love smashing things. And when I finish my bodybuilding, I'm like, what do I want to do? Like, you know, I can't just sit back now. I'm a competitive person and I like to push myself. And I thought, well, man, like, I've always loved combat sports. I've always loved hitting things and people, <laughs> to be honest. You know, I was in a lot street of trouble. Fights, street Yeah, street, did street fights. fights. Yeah, in my teens. Brawling in Oz. Brawling, yeah. I mean, it was more one-sided fights because I could fight and the girls couldn't, but it was definitely... <laughs> Were you fighting the boys? As I did, well? yeah, 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 yeah. I had yeah. fights with guys, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, you know, over um, what? I'd love to go out. Uh, I'd love, no, I'd love to go out and yeah. drink and well, someone okay, try. Yeah, no, 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 never going out. No, I'd love no, it. No, no. Yeah. Over what? Over what? Well, I actually, yeah. I mean, I had a fight with a with an ex for stalking me. So I. Well, that's fair enough. Yeah, um, and for just people in clubs harassing me. Right. Um, so just the right hand just comes over, does it? Yeah. It's just, like you've yeah. had enough. The right hand comes no, over. Do you know left what? Hook, to then... be honest, there was a lot more elbows and knees back then because oh, I, didn't really? want, I, I did my, I did, I did my tie and so and you I, got the the, the plum clinch. Kind of, get them, did, yeah, yeah, get like, them head behind the neck. Whoa, 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 whoa! So you can just have it then? Yeah, I just wanted to like just mess people up. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> no, but I look. I was never really going start start fights. To be fair, it was always like you just finish them. I just finished them, and I did finish them. I did finish as you've done so far in your career as well. I do, right? I finish done. it. You know, you want to start it, I'll finish it. No. But it would be like if I, a girl would slap me or a girl would push me or whatever. I'm like, man, I don't want to fight. But you can only take so much. And I grew up in an area where I looked very different as well. And, um, you know, it was like, you know, let's pick on a blonde in girl. In what way? In what way? Let's get into that in a minute. Okay. A lot more like eth ethnics, like, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. in my area. Okay. Um, I think that's what, you know. So it was very like... Get bullied a bit? But no, I wouldn't say I didn't get bullied, but you just I just had to I'm, look after yourself. Yeah, yeah. look after myself because they kind of mm. had a bit of attitude, you know, and I was just like the blonde girl. <laughs> I know I'm a big name and you know people know who I am, but being a world champion, um, you know, obviously becomes bigger, but it becomes, you know, people 
you know, will have no choice but to really kind of respect me a bit more. Ebony Bridge is working really well, good combination. Really mixing it up, lovely variation. If I've got to go on a back foot and jab her head off to win it, that's what I've got to do. The voice of Ebony Bridge is in studio with us. By the way, um, Gareth tried to choke me on the way out there. Oh, stop. Gareth tried to choke me. You Gareth liked it. I've seen your face. Listen, listen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I took <laughs> a choke on, on my way to a comfort break, you were calling me out. I said no, I could have him. No. All I did was slide. It was a joke. <laughs> I, slowed, I just slid a little choke on. I said, yeah, you know? I felt the power. That's yeah. it. He did. You walked out and he was like, he's pretty strong. As I say, he's pretty strong, he is. For an old geezer, I said. So <laughs> old geezer is pretty just strong. a bit of old man strength. It won't last long, don't <laughs> yeah. worry. <laughs> Ebony Bridges here. Like, I've got to make sure I don't just talk to you about female boxing. Because yeah. like, me and you, we've worked together on the zone and you know your boxing yeah. in yeah. general. But there are a couple of really big female fights coming yeah. up. So I've got and to ask you your opinion. Night. Exactly. It's ladies' <laughs> night as well. Exactly. Uh, Clarissa Shield, Savannah Marshall's the big one coming yeah. up. Yeah. September 10th. Are you going to go to it? Of like, course, of course. Yeah. Can't miss that. What are you thinking? This is a if huge... You had, you had a couple of quid. Who does the money go on? Uh, do you know what? I'm putting you on the spot. I know. This I, is I, no, this is, this is why I really am so excited about this fight and I can't wait to see it mm. because it really is... I wouldn't say... I don't know if it's a 50-50 fight, but it's the like... fight's cool. It's, it's great. It's, it's kind of like... A, cool. it's, it's a mix of styles, right? So it's like what I believe is... Clarissa wins on points or Savannah Nashville knocks, knocks her out. If Sav doesn't knock her out, I think Clarissa wins on points. Mm. I just think that, you know, I just feel like the more pedigree fighter would be Clarissa. She's very slick. She's more experienced, let's be honest. Do yeah. you know what I mean? She's had the be the much better um, opposition. Her All her fights have been, her opponents have had full camps. Mm. They've been ex-champions, you know, and she's she's won them convincingly nearly every single round. Right, like we know, Sav knocks girls out. All right, we know that. But Sav, and it's not, it's not up to Sav. But her opponents have had one week notice, two weeks notice, three weeks notice. Which ones were champs? I don't know. To be honest, I don't know. And it's nothing against Sav because she's great too, and she's her stylistically. And there's no doubt that she is strong. But it is a lot easier to knock someone out that's had two weeks, two weeks preparation or a week preparation than a full camp like a lot of Clarissa's opponents. I know how I feel after two weeks in camp. and I'm nowhere near how I feel at the end of camp, do you know? But I think they're both very different fights. I feel like Marshall, she's got that, like, almost that Fury style, isn't it? Like, kind of awkward and, like, really... Really big as well, isn't really, she? Yeah, she's but, big. But she's got... Um, sorry, I mean, I'm no, not to take your 25 minutes away. I mean, <laughs> If you don't cut in, you're no, never going to wait in. I know, <laughs> I know you well enough to know that. If you don't cut in, Ebony just talks the next hour. Yeah, exactly. Especially about boxing. See you at midnight, guys. <laughs> right. yeah. No, the, um, the, the thing is, Sav's going to be hit more than she's ever yeah. been hit. Um, and I think Clarissa's going to be hit harder than yes, she's ever been hit. I agree. And so I think it makes... It's a really difficult fight to call. And and I've got a feeling, given that the rivalry's been there for 10 years and they haven't been able to meet in the ring, because it, mm. well, it was 11 years, 2011, mm. Ching Hao Dao at the World Amateur Boxing Championships in China. Sav wins like, four... four <laughs> it was, Ching Hao Dao. Honestly, I didn't know... Why did you just throw some Chinese in there? Woman Kuesh Kho Putong Hua. Woman Kuesh Kho Putong Hua, yeah. Um, and Ed's shaking his head at me. That means we can speak Chinese, Ed. We, but they must have a lot of Spanish. Oh, noche, look no? at this! Whatever you want to do. But what I'm saying is, yes. uh, um, 11 years ago they had that fight, and they haven't been able to get in a ring with each other since. No. So it's like a build-up. It's like you, you'll tell me this as a fighter. <laughs> the build-up, the, the actual respect for each other. We might get a really cagey fight. Yeah. Do you know what? I think they're both going to come out. I, I, d I feel like it depends on who's going to be the calmest, right? Because their emotions are going to be wild. 
I feel like Sav seems to be a lot more calm than Clarissa, to be fair. That's how it comes on the outside. And I think Clarissa does that on purpose. Tell me about Clarissa's power. Is she pillow yeah. fists or not? No, she I can don't crack. think I, I think she can crack, she can crack. But I think not I, obviously Savannah. No, you know, I think power. Savannah is definitely stronger. Mm. The difference is Clarissa's opponents have camps. Clarissa's opponents are prepared. Do you know what I mean? And that's what happens when you're at the top and you're champion. You usually are prepared, you know? And it's a lot harder to knock out champs. It's a lot harder to knock out people that had camps, and that's what I believe. Can we throw it back to you then? Since you won the world title, yes. I mean, you weren't a raw novice when you came here, but you were raw in lots yes. of ways. Has everything changed for you under um, Jimmy and um, oh, Mark Tibbs since you became world yes. champion? Yes, well, it you know, changes. I don't know what it is, but even Mark and actually Jimmy said it, it's a very common thing that when you become a champion, all of a sudden you just improve by, te- it's like a confidence thing. I don't mm, know, this is what they're mm, telling me. Because mm. they're Your like, dream has been realized it's so weird. No, it's so yeah. weird. Like, it's like something just clicks in you when you become a champion. You go back in the gym and you're like 10 times better. You know, some people, not everyone, No, no, no but even prior to your fight, you were really good that night. So yeah. even before becoming a champion, you going for the belt, I thought you were really good that night. Like, honestly, you were fighting, I was thinking, she set this pace. There's no way you can keep going. You haven't for seen 10 me. Minutes. Honestly, you, you <laughs> yeah. were incredible yeah, that night. Thank so you. Um, I, I can't wait to see what you're going to look yeah. like now you are champion. Yeah. yeah. I'll just break in to let you know that Chris Billum Smith has beaten Isaac Chamberlain on points oh, yeah. in Bournemouth, the Battle of Bournemouth. Did you know what the scorecards were? I don't know at the moment, but we'll bring them to you. Yeah. It was a real. We were getting very excited oh, yeah. out there before we came on air watching that tonight. I'm sorry to break in, but it's that no, kind of okay. show. No, wait, no, it's, it's like okay. three people with ADHD <laughs> in the studio. It's tonight, difficult, isn't it? Isn't it? It's yeah. difficult. No, it's not difficult. <laughs> for me and Ebony, it's just difficult for you. Maybe I'm you, I can't get involved. We've got ADHD. I can't you get involved. So it's fine. Yeah, you guys, you guys are okay. I can't get involved. We're going to get Ebony's thoughts on uh, Chris Billum Smith and Isaac Chamberlain. Uh, sticking with yes, Clarissa sorry. Shields yes. and, and Savannah Marshall. Is Clarissa the, the best pound for pound female fighter out there? Do you think she's number one? Uh, do you know what? I find that it's it's really hard between her and Katie for me. I think her and Katie are really. We don't sit on the fence in this show, by the way. We just, we just you got to have a number one. Katie's last performance was, remi- was, was really, Dramatic, really good. Wasn't it? Yeah, it was really good. She Against a fellow she, pound for pounder. As yes, well. definitely. Is Serrano not two? After um, that so, performance yes. as well, and maybe Clarissa One three, second, Gav. One second, Gav. Can she have her five? This is, you can say your five after if you want. Yeah, go on. Go on. <laughs> go on. I'll do, What's I'll your do, five? I'll do my five. Oh, am I doing we'll my five? We'll all do our five. Okay. Go on, you go first. So I've got Clarissa, yeah. Katie, and Serrano. Honestly, <clears throat> I can interchange between those three, depending on what you want to rate your top pound for pound, because there's so many different ideals on what's. A... She she didn't say that. Did she say that? She did. All right, give it a. Um, Ebony, go on. What's your number one? Um, my Clarissa. Okay, number two. Katie. All right, go on. Serrano. Yep. Maya. Yep. Sinessa. Sinessa Estrada. I like it. Yep. Just signed to top rank. I know, well, amazing. I'm so excited yeah. for her. Lovely lady. Yes, really good yes, as well. she's incredible. Okay, it's interesting. That's your five. Gareth? Katie Taylor, Caressa Shields, Amanda Serrano, Jessica McCaskill, and Michaela Mayer. Oh, this is. This McCaskill? Is... Yeah. yeah, she's she's yeah. she is undisputed at one four seven. Yeah, she's oh, so, so Ebony's making no, faces. No, no, make, make your faces. Ebony, Ebony's this making is, faces. Not, she's making faces. What no, are you doing? Make, no, make noises. Po- make yeah. noises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make this is radio. Noises, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just give no skill. That's what Maya called. No skill, McCaskill. That's what they say. No skill, yeah. McCaskill. I, I don't sh- believe that, by the way. I'm, I'm sorry. I, think, yeah. I mean, I think she's produced. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's. No. Okay. So I'm going Katie Taylor. Yeah. Clarissa. Amanda. Siniesta. No, Michaela. No. I think Michaela Myers, very yeah. good. And then Estrada. 
So the same as me. Yeah, did you have... Oh, no, I didn't have Katie first. You've not got Ebony Bridges in your top five. <laughs> Addy, you are a bad you man. You wait. She's, she's in my... She's, in, my, she's in my top... I'm just his favourite boxer in general. Twelve. Like, you know. <laughs> top 12. Some really good, there's some really good champions out there. Some really good and champions. And I'm one of them. <laughs> yeah. No, no, yeah. Do, do you look at those kind of things, though? Do you think, like, do I want to be up the line? Do you no, care about that kind of no, stuff? No, no. All I care about is becoming undisputed and getting all the belts, you know, because I believe, that, I believe that pound for pound is, is it's subjective. You know, it's very subjective and it depends on how you look at it and what you're reading. Everyone has it in a different sense, you know. So you go on box rec and you're like, what the hell, mm. with their pound for pound. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean the, the as fact long as I'm getting talked about and people are loving and enjoying watching me fight, and I'm there to get excited when they hear that Ebony Bridges is fighting, then that's all that matters to me. I want to be an entertainer. entertainer. The fact that we've all kind of got different pound for pounds and different orders it shows how many talented females out there right now. Because you do that pound for pound a few years back, and you might have struggled. Now though, there's so many. There's so many. I feel like we've got world champions. Like Chantel Cameron is not yeah. even in that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I feel like she gets forgotten about. I think yeah. Chantel Cameron is amazing. Unfortunately, she doesn't seem to be as active and she's had some really bad luck mm. um, with her, with just fights. For, you know, she was supposed to fight Kaylee for the Undisputed and that f fell through because of, you know, personal issues with Kaylee. Yeah. But yeah, it's just all these kind of things. And what you're saying back before about how, you know, a couple of years ago it would have been really hard because a few years ago there might have been like one name, Katie Taylor, or like three yeah. because there was no platform or no broadcast yeah. showing the women. So how can people know about us? Mm. You know, so that's what it's come. And, and also obviously the sport building and everyone, you know, just um, um, evolving. You know, women's boxing is evolving now so much at such an exponential rate. It's going off. Like, it's going crazy, It's isn't it? crazy. It's like gone from here to there in like two seconds. And I just love it, you know. Um, and, and you're a big part of that as well, Ebony. Thank you're, you. I mean, I think I hope we all are in this era, but yeah. <laughs> But I can do it all, and I know I can do it all, and I've been doing it all. If it means I have to be a messy brawler and like just mess her up and be, you know, like that kind of like, you know, like rough person fighting, and if that's what I got to do to win, I'm gonna do it. So I'm so confident. I've never been so confident for a fight. Ladies now on Talk Sport, myself, Adi Oladipo, the great Gareth Davis, and the current IBF bantamweight champion, as well as as well Ebony Bridges for the next what 20 or so minutes. We we might. Ask us to stay for one more section. We might just do that. Well, as long we as she calms that. down, yeah. Like, like, just like. Breathe. No, no. Everybody knows what I mean. I'm always telling it. Look, calm down. Don't use any Australian expletives. Yeah. <laughs> Don't use the f word because it comes slips out too easily. Um, but but it's true, mate. Isn't it, mate? Was that your Australian accent? It was. It was yeah. a no, it's bad New Zealand. Well, that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> New Zealand. No, but the, but what the thing is, last week we had Pat McCormack in and. You know, he's not a naturally effusive guy, but we found out so, fighters are so fascinating. Like you explained earlier, you know, you're, you, you know, you're a pretty blonde woman, attractive blonde woman, but when you're out in a club, they don't realise there's a savage in there. <laughs> yeah. And you were explaining it earlier, yeah. like the elbow will come yeah. over, or the, the, flying, um, the flying knee will come in. Where does that come from inside you? <laughs> I, I honestly, I don't know. I can't. I can't explain it. I just, um, you know, I suppose I really not put up with a lot. Like it takes me a lot to kind of click. Like even me, you see me in fight week. Like I'm always bubbly and I'm happy and I'm smiling and and because that's just the kind of person I am. But you know, when I step through those ropes, 
you know, something switches. Just like if I was out when I was younger and I'm in a pub and this girl comes up and wants to start trouble and slap me, like, I'm going to switch, you know do, what I mean? Do, are, you de- are you defensive in that way, though, that you're always, like, you're always primed for something about to happen? Have you always, have you, are you a survivor in that way? Yeah, I would, I, suppose, I would suppose so. Um, I'm just always ready, you know? Like, just don't mess with me. Like, don't mess with me. Like, I'm a very strong, like, a very strong, not not stubborn, but, like, like willed person, you know. I don't let anyone tell me what to do. I don't let anyone tell me how to be. Um, I think it's really important that we, um, you know, shouldn't, you know, should always be true to ourselves and and stand strongly in what you believe in. And I believe my values and my morals and what I, um, you know, strive for are good things. Mm. You know, so I'm not gonna crumble and be a yes man. I'm not gonna be like, oh well, people don't like that, so. Um, I better change or, oh, you know, someone doesn't like this or someone's saying that because no matter what you do in life, there's going to be people that don't like it. You know, you'll see, you know, I did university, you know, I did only 10, yeah, eight people, years. People forget that, that you're your high yeah. school maths yeah, teacher. Yeah, well, I did, well. you know, like a double degree and a master's degree, right? Anyways, yeah, I'm going yeah. in this, chucking it. No, but I did, I did, you know, and when we when you'd study, you would find arguments, you know. Did there you would sit be... still long enough to study? Yeah, I did. Actually, I loved math. It was Math is like one of my hyper-focuses. Right. So it mm, was actually, mm. yeah. So, um, and actually sometimes I'd forget to do everything because I was so focused, I was so into it. Um, but no, like when you're doing studying, you see, you'll see um, like there's arguments. You'll have one thing and then you'll have something supporting that's the complete opposite, you know. It's like... Complete and arguments. that inquiry is fascinating, and it isn't matter, it? That yeah. inquiry is fascinating. And it, and it is like that, but, but that's, like, yeah. that's like life. You see it. You see it on Twitter. You can have arguments over all day over anything because not everyone agrees. Mm. Not everyone likes the same thing. So why should you change who you are or your thoughts or your um, what you're doing because someone doesn't like it? Or Does because... that come down to you literally stripping <laughs> off for weigh-ins then? What you, I don't know what you mean by that. In terms of... No, I don't know what you mean. I mean is like having that attitude. No, I'm going to do it like this. I'm regardless not going to... Regardless of what people but, say. But regardless yeah. of what people... No, because you're in... Yeah, I mean, everyone takes clothes. their clothes off. Everyone wears underwear. It's the yeah. same. The only difference is I've got mad bolt-ons. They probably cost me a lot more than everyone else's. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But mm. everyone gets into their underwear. No, but mm. there is a, p- a part and of yeah, you. And yeah, I move a little bit. No, but that shows. You show as well. I have confidence. Yeah, yeah but you're a bodybuilder. Exactly. So, so that's why we've talked about this exactly. before. That's why you have the confidence so to difference. show your body. So you know? that's the difference. Yeah. I don't strip my clothes off and whatever and getting my underwear a lot less, mm. a lot less clothes than everyone else. I'm still wearing underwear, just like everyone else. The mm. difference is, is that I have this presence because I was a bodybuilder for ten years. So I, yeah, I turn a little bit cute, and I'm feminine, and I do cute little quarter turns and pose while I'm up there because I'm, I love it. You yeah, know what I mean? There was a part of you though that still felt like you had to prove to people you could fight. So you do all this, you come yeah. in and obviously look I love like you're doing a very good-looking yeah. woman. But there's almost a part of you that was like, okay, guys, I do all this, but I can fight. Yeah, of course, and I knew, and I knew that my my fighting would would. Um, do the talking. Mm. They just had to see me. That's why I'm not going to change. Why should I change and be what you want me to be and what everyone else is doing? Because you think just because I'm pretty and I'm feminine or i got boobs or I wear lingerie or because I do little quarters and cute little poses while I'm standing there entertaining the everyone mm. at my weigh-ins because it's an entertainment sport, that that means that I don't fight. And I didn't need to change all that because I knew I could fight. You've seen it in the Courtney fight, you know? No one's seen me before, Courtney, because my fights aren't aired in You're the UK. You're more of a fighter than a boxer, frankly. Oh, if yeah. I, I don't no, mean that in true. a rude no, way. No, I don't no. mean that. No, you know what I mean? Not. You like to yeah. go... I know. 
Mike, Mike Tibbs is turning me into a fight boxer. Okay, no, but, but <laughs> you, you <laughs> but like a brawl. You yeah. like a brawl. Yeah, 100%. You know? you I do. love it. We've yeah. seen it over and over again. Mm-hmm. I do. I mean, you know, um, my favourite boxing is Mexican-style boxing. And um, Who so was I, you inspired by growing up? Fighters? Fighters? Yeah. Um, probably Costa Zoo was like my hero because okay. obviously in, in Australia, Costa Zoo was huge. Um, and Tyson. Mm. But then when I got more into boxing, it was all the Mexicans, you know, the Chavez and Barrera and um, Morales. And I could see a lot more of them. But obviously in Australia, back then, you know, we had like DVDs and the, the tapes. <laughs> and it was um, all the Australian boxing. You know, you couldn't really get much from overseas. Was there any of ever pushback like that you knew about from other female fighters towards you? Like now I feel like you get on with a lot of female fighters. I, I've seen you at shows and there's a few, but was there a pushback into oh, look what she's doing? I remember your first fight with Shani and she kept on pointing at you. Saying, oh, besides her? Yeah. <laughs> I think there would have been a lot, but not really. People are very, um, people are too scared to talk. You know what I mean? I'm sure that I had a lot of haters. Oh, in Australia, there's plenty. You know what I mean? Because I made it. Really? <laughs> I got out. Yeah, well, that's like anywhere I feel like. Whatever country. I was just talking about this the other day. There's something about countries like, you know, you'll find it here. They'll they'll carry you until you're up, and then once you've made it, they start trying to bring you down. You know what I mean? No, like, but, but that's that's unfortunately, and social media is the the perfect place to discuss that at the moment. Yeah. When you do what you do, and when Addy rightly mentioned you had to prove something fighting because people thought your gimmick was just stripping yeah. off, showing your tattoos, <laughs> yeah. and as you were saying about your yeah. body just now. And, yeah. The, the the point is, in that moment, mm. the implosion for you, and you've got hundreds of thousands of social media followers yep. now is that half of them hate you straight away and half of them love you straight yeah, away yeah, yeah. and then you win over the haters exactly. as John Jones the great bon- John Bones Jones who always used to tell me I've told Addy this before he always used you know of, of the UFC fame the 10-80-10 rule 10% always love you 10% will always hate yes. you and the 80 swing in the yeah. middle mm-hmm. and, and and if you can harness that which you have yes. done so brilliantly you develop a platform yes. and you're and the more you develop your platform, the less you swear, the less you're an Aussie. You're more of a Brit. Stop, we love that you. I would never be more of a Brit. I've got to keep <laughs> yeah, my, I'm, I'm gotta keep sure. my Australian. Yeah. But the thing is, you've found your home here. Yeah, no, definitely. And, and, and the other thing I wanted to really get into with you tonight, because I've known Jimmy and Mark Tibbs for a really long yeah. time. You know, Jimmy is old school East End mafia <laughs> yeah. boxing. I never yeah. ever thought Jimmy and Mark Tibbs would no, train a female but, fighter. No, and, and to picture well, I'm Jimmy. Pretty special. Jimmy, I mean, what's Jimmy said to you? Because Jimmy's <laughs> okay. in his 70s. Okay, you, you want to listen to what he said to me yeah. literally two and weeks ago. He, he sparred with Ali. Yeah. You need to put a context in. Okay. He's as old he's, school he's, as they come. East End custom. Docks yeah. as yeah, yeah, you'll yeah. ever get. Yeah. So, oh, school the fault of a woman in yeah. a boxing yeah. ring. Yeah. So there's actually like two particular moments with the boys, but I'm going to talk about one recently, which was literally last week. Um, I was getting him to glove me up, right? And he looks, he looks right at me. Jimmy or Mark? Jimmy, Jimmy. Okay, yeah. And he looks right at me. He goes, you know what? I thought I never thought I would be doing this. Exactly. And I'm like, exactly. and I'm yeah. like, what do you mean, Jimmy? And he goes, I never thought I would say or even help a, a woman in a boxing gym. I never thought it. And I go, and I said to him, I go, but I'm your favourite, aren't I? And he goes, you know what? And he goes, you are, you're great. Like, he, honestly, Jimmy's like my granddad. Like, he's he's really taking me in. Like, he'll be like, when I leave the gym, he go, he'll always say, love ya, love ya, you know what I mean? Like, gives me cuddles and he's like, oh, you know. Did like, train your friend recently as well? Yeah. Uh, El, 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 yeah, Brooke. El, El Brooke. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, so that was just recently with um, with Jimmy. Yeah, and then um, earlier, like in my first camp, I remember Mark was working with me and Jimmy was there and Mark looked at Jimmy and he was like, Dad, who would have thought 
that we would have a girl in the gym. And he goes, I never thought I'd see the day. He goes, I never thought I would either. And you know what? The thing is, is that, and Mark, if you hear, hear his interviews about me, Mark says there's something about Ebony. You know, I just liked her style. He loves that Mexican style of boxing. I always send it to him too. I'm like, let's do this, Mark. Mm, let's do mm. that. You know, and, and he goes, I love the style and just my, you know, honestly, my energy. And when I've come into the gym before just to have a go train there like once off and stuff, this the, the energy that I bring to the gym. And Jimmy said to me the other day, you know what, Eb? He goes, you come in here and you've just set the bar. He goes, you've set the bar for all these boys up here because of your professionalism and how hard you train and just everything that you do. And he goes, and it's great. And, and Mark always says, I can't wait the boys come and see this. They go, boys, you be watching this and what I'm doing. You know, and it and is. You're talking about the younger, younger guys. Younger guys, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? It's brilliant for them. And it's, it's yeah. good for them. Like, I know I'm a, I am a woman and, and you know, I'm tiny and they're, you're huge, but it's more about the mindset and the mm. drive mm. and the discipline that I have mm. that's obviously comes a little bit with maturity as well, but it's just that, that mindset that you need to be a champion. That's why I'm a champion. Have you been you know? surprised by the way the UK, UK fans have taken to you? Um, not not recently. I, I'm obviously, to think of a recent fight from abroad that's had the same fanfare. Yeah, I, um, I, I, I was, I never really, ex I never expected this. I literally got on Twitter two years ago mm. and I was just myself, you know, swearing, you know, me doing my thing, see this, F that, like, look at my, this is my weigh-ins, here's how I fight whatever, bantering with the fans, talking about boxing, because I love boxing. Like, you know, you, you, I can talk all day about boxing. So I'd be on, and I was like, where's... Eb, you can talk all day. Yes, about in general. Just talk about I know. Oh, yeah. is this, on, but is this, did you want to know about me? Or do you There's want me to shout But you did, you did the Leeds connection <laughs> Yeah, the Leeds, you know, You, you, you always supported Leeds United, yeah, didn't yeah, you? So well, that was a, a brilliant kind of segue exactly. here well, as well. Well, the thing is, is like, when Leeds, <coughs> back when I was younger and I played football, which was the late 90s and early 2000s, you know, Leeds was huge in Australia. But it's hard to keep up with a, a football team when they're not in the Premier League in Australia. So then there was a real dry spot. But then when I came to the UK and into the UK and just seeing the football fans, it's so much different here. Mm. I was like, man, like, and I got into the football properly, like he, as you would like a Brit, you know, because he, he can't help it. And it's just amazing. I love the football community, the Leeds community, um, and just everything about here. You know, it's it's great. It's been great for me, and um, I never would have expected it. But I'm just, I'm so grateful for all of it. Ebony Bridges, honestly, great. Loads of texts coming in about you as well. Eb, keep doing what you're doing. You're a breath of fresh air from Old Pat, and this one's coming in. Good evening, old everyone. Old Pat. Old Pat. That's what he says. It. Old Pat. Old Pat. Oh, old Pat. Old I know. One. No, he's a regular caller. Oh, there you old go. Pat. Old yeah. Pat. Okay. And good evening, everyone. Ebony, it was an absolute pleasure to meet you today with my daughter Holly. Oh. I just want to ask you, how long do you think it will be before uh, there will be a complete ladies? What are they saying now? Super show. Well, oh, well, there is one. There's one coming up. Yeah, that's, that's September. The there's one coming up. There you go. Yeah. All female card. What do you think about all female card? I know we're going to go to break. But what about all female card? Happy or not? I think it's great for the sport, but I'm not sure that it's it's going to do what we think. For me, if I can do all that, and I, you know, I'm not victorious, which I don't, you know, I really do believe I am. Then I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be happy, you know, because that's what I want to show. I want to show improvements. Basically, no one's gonna do it for me, you know. No one does it for you. No one does does it for you. And um, yeah, and so I had no choice really. I came into this fight very confident and believing in myself, and there was no um, thought of me not coming out as a world champion. Good evening, everyone. The voice of Ebony Bridges, IBF Bantamweight Champion, is with us in studio alongside myself and the great Gareth A. Davis. Ebony, some subjects I want to go through with you. First one, let's go, this one. YouTube boxing. Jake Paul, obviously, KSI, the big names in YouTube boxing world. What do you make of it all? I think, you know what? 
I think the problem that people do with the YouTube boxing and boxing fans in general is they compare it to boxing. It's mm. not boxing. It's YouTube boxing. Well, yeah, you say that, but it's, Jake Paul's fighting a real fight. He's fighting oh, a real Oh, he is Rackman, now. So, but, yeah. hey, why? Okay. Yeah. So, you see, you, when you see, say, white-collar boxers come through mm. and they turn pro, no one gives them as much problem, you know what I mean? Mm. Grief, for example. They're like, okay, well, they're not that great. They did white-collar, but now, okay, and they build the way up. Like Fabio Wardley, for yeah, example, right? Yeah. So, and then you've got Jake Paul. Okay, I get it. You call him a YouTube boxer, but he takes it seriously. I've just been training with Elbrook, right? TikToker. Mm. She just had a fight. She's in the gym training just as hard as all of us, putting, dedicating her life just as much, right? And she's now seeing what boxing is like. And that's what happens when you start training boxing. They might start off as YouTubers, but they fall in love with the sport. Anyways, I'm not saying that they're going to ever be world champions, but they might. You don't know, right? You just because of they're dedicating themselves. Mm. I had my first amateur fight six years ago. I turned pro three years ago. Look where I am, all righty? So all I'm saying is... I think the biggest problem is people are comparing the YouTube when they just YouTubers versus YouTubers or TikTokers versus TikTokers and they go, oh, it's not boxing, because it mm. isn't. Mm. It's YouTube boxing. Mm. Just like amateur boxing is amateur boxing. It's, it's still a fight though, isn't it? It's still a fight and they still go in there and they can still get hurt. They still got to put themselves through it. Still, still go through the nerves, it still takes, the, yeah, the, all it still, of those things. It still takes balls to go in through those ropes. Yeah. It does and you got to yeah. respect them for that because, mm. you know, you Joe Blow on, on the couch whinging about it would never do it. Yeah. Good luck going and getting hit. So I have respect for anyone that gets through the ropes. The, these guys, they're making a lot of money, but you got to remember, they built their brand and their name and through hard work from starting at the bottom in their careers in their TikTok. They, or they know what graft is. Yeah. Jake Paul knows what he's, graft he's, is. Exactly. And he's, hey, people didn't like me when I first come on the scene because they're like, oh, you know, Ebony's just this and that and she's, she's just an Instagram boxer and all she does is just promote this and that. Well, you know what? It is marketing because it is a business. Boxing is a business and Jake Paul does it great and look where he is and look what he's done with women's boxing. He mm. helped put together the big, one of the biggest women's fights in the world. Yeah, he was Serrano, promoter. Yes. Yeah, he did a great job of it. Fight with no, the great thing is about him, I think he showed a, a real sense of nous because Amanda Serrano was on one of his cards. The, yeah. the story is, for those listening... He found out she was earning thirty grand, thirty thousand US dollars. She's one of the greatest female lucky, fighters probably. of all time. <laughs> yeah. You know, seven weight world champion. Just completely, th he saw it as completely unfair and said, "You know what? You're coming under my wing. I'm earning millions to fight. I want to help promote you." And he did a brilliant job with the Taylor Serrano fight with, with Eddie Hearn. Incredible. I'd like to see him and Eddie Hearn in a ring. I'll be honest. <laughs> yeah. I really would. Eddie's in shape. And Eddie can throw hands. You know, yeah, well, yeah, well he's beaten up his dad. We yeah, know we that. Saw he saw him beat up Frank too. But they both break. He broke his finger. <laughs> Yeah, but you're not gonna look. Look, if imagine, imagine if like Frank a, Smith, Eddie would um, never get the, the, the underling of Eddie Hearn at a match. Imagine if he knocked out Eddie Hearn. He ain't got a job anymore. Is that? Is that? No. If Jake you know? Paul, and then you've got Chris. U, he's he's together, of course, with Emily Eubank, mm. who, who's the daughter oh, of yeah. Chris Eubank. So then you're gonna get anyway. Never mind. I was going off on a tangent. Yeah. No, 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 no. Ed shaking his head. No. I just saw lots of street fights yeah, and everything. Yeah, right. Eubank Senior and Eddie Hearn. I thought you was doing a perfect segue. Way to talk about Eubank. No, no, I was. I was. <laughs> I, 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 but it's going to take a while to get there. Yeah, but it was going to take a while. But so, yes. uh, Chris Eubank and Conor Ben, is it going to happen? I, I don't know. Hey, no, I no, don't no, think you so. do know. I don't Just think so. Just say it. No, I don't think it's going to happen. Why? Because of the weight difference. So you wouldn't fight, you wouldn't fight Michaela Meyer, no? Oh, yeah, but yeah, I would. There well, you go. So there you go. But, so, but the boys you. are a little different, I think. I, Why? I, You'd go up two weight divisions, wouldn't I you? I just feel... 
Yeah, I, but girls would do anything. We'd go up and down all the time. Like, we'd fight mm. whoever. Like, girls fight girls. That's why So why can't it. Connor go up and because fight I Chris Eubank? I'm not sure that... Oh, I mean, wait, he can. you're saying that Connor should go to 160 as opposed to the... No, no, I think there should be a catch weight. No, if, if you were fighting Michaela Meyer, I'd expect it to be uh, She's maybe She's like one. two foot taller than me, too. I know, I'd be I punching her thighs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't hey, be punching hey, her there's nothing wrong with I'm punching so thighs, apparently. I don't know where my head would be, but it would have been the right spot. I'm just so happy Emily said punching thighs now. I was going to say something else. I was just waiting for anything to come out, by the way. So you don't think that fight's going to happen, but we believe it's going to be announced in a couple of days' time. Okay, really? I don't think it's going to happen. Oh, okay, well, I don't know if you've got the inside scoop. Who wins? I've got to back my boy Connor. I I think uh, um, I think people underestimate Connor still to this day. Mm. I, I do think that, and I just think that he's he's strong as well, um, and he can be. I don't know. It's a big jump, though, isn't it? It is this a big is, jump. This is the and best you know Belarusian Brentwood bias I know, going. Yeah, on. maybe it is. It? But mean, you know what? On. And also because I know Connor from back in Australia, and his dad lives around the corner from me in Australia. <laughs> so I'm more team Ben. Was he any influence in you getting into it? His dad? No, or not? no. It wasn't. Did you know no. him at the time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah, I've known Connor and that for like for years since he was like 16. Did 17. you ever talk to um, Nigel Ben about boxing then? I actually had Nigel Ben in 2019 hold some. Is this okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Tell so us, you're pointing, yeah. I'm like, am I no, going to tell us? Yeah. So this is actually, I'm actually really good friends with um, Connor's twin sister, India. She's, uh, tw um, we're really good friends. And they li do live around the corner from me. And Nigel Ben hurled pads for me in 2019. Um, I think it was after my date, it was after my debut. And he said to me, I hit, I did one two, And the first thing he said to me was like, he stopped and he goes, oh my God, he goes, you hit like a man. And he goes, don't take any offense. I don't mean any offense in that, <laughs> but you are so strong. Like you hit so strong. He goes to me, you can be a world champion one day. And then he said to me, you just need more finesse, <laughs> right? He and he, he goes, you need more finesse. <laughs> Cause I was just a slugger. You know, and that was Nigel didn't have much finesse. No, but I know that's really interesting. But this was two. Really this was this was two yeah. years ago, and that's exactly what I said to him. And when I spoke to him in India after my um, world title fight, because obviously you know they tuned in, and I said to I said to India, I go, you know, I, I hope you and your dad are watching, because of course we watched. And I said, your dad told me I'd be a world champion one day, and and um, I'm glad that I was able to say what he said, you know, and become what he said, because I I do believe it. I believed it as well, you know, and it was great to have someone like him say that say that to Honestly, me. Honestly, your story is fantastic. Just before you go, I can't believe you've been. An hour, by the way, but before you go, I want a prediction See from you. See you next week. Uh, yeah, 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 same time next week. Yeah, uh, Usyk AJ, August twentieth, three weeks time. Don't do that face, Evan. Everybody's done that face. Like, uh, I, don't, I, don't want, I don't want a prediction on this one. What are you thinking? Come on, what are you thinking? <laughs> I think Usyk does it again. Right, let me ask that question again. <laughs> no, do you really think he beats him again? Yeah. Yeah. I think he's. You, seem so, got, you seem so AJ sad. We've got it. to do then, in your view, to get it. Oh, he's just got. I feel like he has to somehow just put the pressure and make it rough, make it rough and uncomfortable, which is really, really hard for Usy because Usy is so slick and he's he's just so he's so he's just so good. Like honestly, he's incredible. Um, he's fast, he's slick, and he's just got such great IQ. I just feel like Joshua. I'm not sure he has the the skill, but like. The boxing school, but I feel like with having Eddie Reynoso in his, uh, not Eddie Reynoso, Garcia, Garcia, sorry, Robert, Robert Garcia, Garcia yeah. in his corner now, he's going to teach him a little bit more of that, what he needs to do that, and go back to that kind of, back to the old AJ, but like with better, like more, you the know. Destroyer. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like, but, but better, you know, more fine-tuned attacker, because he needs to put the pressure on and he needs to not stop, you know, and mm. he needs to use his strength and his power 
because if he doesn't, like, he's, he's just, if he's just going to let, you see, box his head off, like, you know, you can't have that. With a boxer, the best thing to do is pressure them and take away their, their, their thinking. And he's and stand on their toes. Just, just yeah. not don't, give don't push them a, into the corner. Not give them a second down. to think. Dark arts, dark arts, dark arts. Yeah. you know what I mean. Everything. Yeah. He's got it. If he, he if does, he can do uh, you know, it, yeah. I, look, there's, you can. It's a heavyweight boxing, mm. you know. And um, AJ is the bigger is the bigger guy. But Usyk hurt him in the last fight as well. You know what I mean. He got dazed a few times as well. Mm. So it's just, I, I want AJ to win. I do. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Fantastic hour there with Ebony Bridges, giving her views on all things boxing. Well, next up, I caught up with Savannah Marshall, who was speaking about her upcoming fight with Clarissa Shields and how it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. This is the part of the camp where the hard work's been done. So come fight night, I know there's 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 no doubt there. There's no doubt that you haven't worked hard. There's no doubt that you haven't been over this game plan a million times. And that's what gives me the confidence. Mm. This week... We've seen another explosion with women's football, haven't we, in the country? Yes. I, I yes. mean, does, does it does does that inspire you as well? That I mean, I, I've got to declare myself a fan of it now. I wasn't a fan of women's football before, but I really watched it this week, and I really thought, you know what? I'm going to start following this because it 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 really is. It's reached mm-hmm. a level where it is pure entertainment now. Do you know what I love? That we're seeing the women footballers on the adverts, like Lucas's, like Nike, whereas before it was always the men. So that's nice to see because now they're getting the same opportunities what the men are getting through like deals and things like that. But definitely it's brilliant. It's, it's absolutely unbelievable. And not as well, when you're watching it and you're seeing that the stadiums are packed, that's, that's pretty amazing, yeah. And I think it brings out special things from them as well. Like, you know, that Russo goal the other night, you know, with a little back flick. 
Um, if Ronaldo had scored that goal, everyone would be talking about it for the next year, saying it's one of the great goals of all time. And I think we've spoken about this before. When you're in front of a bigger crowd and when you're in front of people that want you to produce something brilliant, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. bigger things come out of the superego, don't they? The, the, that's there naturally with the performance of what you love doing and what you're good at. Yeah, 100%. The atmosphere and... Everything gives you that little bit more, that little bit more 1%. You know, the crowd, the backing. So, yeah. Like I said, years ago, them stadiums would have been empty. Mm. I actually looked to try and get tickets and I couldn't get tickets anywhere. Really? And I thought, you know, back in the day, people were given tickets away for female uh, yeah. women's football. Do you feel that with the revolution is actually... Happening, happening, everywhere. happening, yeah, happening. Sport. Yeah. It's not. It's not women's football anymore. It's football. The footies aren't a nice. You know, we're in the final. So then, women are in the final. So let me take you back to camp and Peter Fury. What? Um. He he's been very honest that this is a tough fight for you on September the tenth. Mm -hmm. You know, without revealing the intimacies of your conversations with him, as he told you that that you know this is this is a moment in time for you. This is a moment to, to savour, but also a moment to grasp that. Oh, it reminds me of when, it reminds me of when Tyson Fury went to Germany to fight That's for the oh, That's yeah. what it, this moment reminds me of. It feels mm -hmm. like that big in women's boxing, you know? Yeah, because it's, I don't need Peter to tell me. It's an opportunity for me to change my whole life. When I beat her, my life will never be the same again. I'll be the first British woman to hold all all the belts. I think I'd be the first British box. Well, not the first, but I think I'd be the 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 only British boxer in in, in Britain to have all all five belts. So it's all there for me. It's all there for the taking. Just, I've never asked you about this, but recollect for me the victory over Clarissa in the Amateur World Championships in 2011, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. Just re recall what you knew about her and tell me a little, give me a little reportage on, on it, was, it was in China, wasn't it? It was in China. So I remember getting there and everyone's talking about this, this new boxer America have got and she's unbeaten and she's this and she's that. And then I remember getting the draw sheet and it was Savannah, you've got the, the winner of America, America and someone else. So I got the bye, and I remember thinking, oh, yeah, great. Look, I've, I've, drew, the, I've drew the new kid on the block. Uh, I remember boxing it. It was the old point system when it was uh, punch for a point. I think I won by about six or eight points. And then that was that. That was over, and I was on to the next one. But I remember I, I remember coming out and thinking, God, she's, she's an angry woman. Really? Is that your recollection so that she was angry, yeah? She's an angry woman. Well, it hasn't changed, so, has it? Between exactly. You. She hasn't, you know... <laughs> Ten years on, she's still that angry woman. But in the actual fight, did you do you, in the boxing match? It was about not a fight because yeah. uh, it was amateurs mm -hmm. as well, of course. Was that four twos? Four twos, it was, yeah. And what what do you do? do you, I mean, it's a long time ago. You've boxed a lot of people since then. Yeah. How did you dominate that fight? I think it was more with my movement and my size. I'm a lot bigger than her. And but look, I'm not taking any, I'm not taking anything from that. Do you know yeah. the only the, the only thing I own it is because it gets on her nerves. Do you know what I mean? To me, it was just another amateur fight yeah. um, from years and years ago. But it just so happened. Someone said this to me. The other, April said it to me the other day, actually. She went, God, don't you think it's crazy when you think that it was just a normal fight for you? You beat her. 
the sort of the female boxer and then she went on to become um, uh, never ever got beat again two-time olympic medalist won all the belts and the pros and it just so happens it was only you to have beaten her and now it became this super fight as you're both women like it's, it's crazy it's absolutely mental when you think of it like that you know to me it was just another fight is it fair to say that you've been living in her head then rent free for 11 years that's what they say, you know, and she tries to deny it, but her actions and, you know, the way she says, it's not true, tells us a completely different other story to me. Will there be nerves on the night? Do you, do you suffer nerves now? Will there be nerves on the night for this one? It's more excitement for me. Yeah. You know, what have I got to be nervous for? I've been waiting for this moment since I turned pro and it's, it's been an awful hard road for me. Mm. Sat watching lockdown, sat watching every other female boxer get their chance before me. Sat thinking, why isn't it me? Is it because I don't present myself in this way? Is it because I'm not gobby? Is it because I'm not this? Thinking I don't, my face doesn't fit. I've been waiting for this since I turned pro. So, you know, what's that to be nervous about? It doesn't relate to you. It's another card. It's being shown on Sky Box Office. Alexander Usyk against Anthony Joshua. How pleasing... Was it to see Ramla Ali and Crystal Nova on that card? Obviously, women have only just been able to drive yes. through their driving tests yes. in Saudi Arabia in recent years and different things around societal changes. Is that pleasing to see? So here we box in Saudi Arabia in 2018, and it was when Amir Khan boxed Billy, is it Billy Gibb. Billy Dib. Billy Dib. Billy yeah. Dib. Yeah. And Peter tried to get me on that card, and they wouldn't have it. So that was 2018. It was because I was a woman. Honestly, yeah. Gareth, I wasn't allowed in the gym. I wasn't allowed. I remember going to the shopping centre and I had a pair of leggings on and I was actually getting abuse from the women walking about the shopping centre. And at first, I found it quite funny. They were all pointing, laughing, scowling at me. And then as a, to, towards the end of my shopping trip, it actually quite upset me. Yeah. I felt like, yeah, it was so... Now, to be able to see women showing their skills and boxing and giving the chance to box, it's, it's, it's unbelievable, four years on. Well, I also caught up with Alicia Baumgardner, who's on that card, of course, at the O2 Arena on September the 10th, facing Michaela Meyer in a fantastic fight that could even steal the show. Here's Baumgardner. What does it mean to you to be on what is going to be an historic night on September the 10th with at least two massive fights involving yourself and obviously uh, Michaela and Cla Clarissa and Savannah. We're having an amazing time over here in the UK at the moment. Our England women's football team, I don't know if it's been raised with you already, are through to the finals of the European Football Championships on Sunday. It's a real big growth time for women's sport at the moment. And what does it feel like to be part of that revolution? It feels amazing. It feels that I'm a part of history. I am a part of legacy. I'm a part of making a statement in the sport of boxing, in, in women's sports, you know, just to say the least. And the fact that boxing is, is coming back again and we're, we're having these two massive big fights in in London um, is, is amazing for just the sport. So I'm super excited to be a part of it. Have you been that kind of person in your life, instrumental in bringing change and having to battle against 
maybe perception and of people and people saying that women shouldn't fight and it's ungraceful and all of those kind of things. Have you had that growing up? Yeah, absolutely. I've always believed in making a change. You know, if you're not making a change, what are you doing it for, right? I'm not just doing it to box. I'm not doing it for the money, for the belts. This is for legacy. This is for motivation for young kids coming up, for somebody to look up to. And it's it's to really make a change in, in women's boxing. Everybody has their own story, their own path. And if I can motivate one person, I'm doing something, something right. So that arguably a lot of the women, there's about, I'd say, 20 to 30 of you at the elite end at the moment who are all money spinners, promotional grabbers. And not not yourselves, but the, but they can promote you. Uh, there's there's access to it all. There's interest. Do you think the women have more interesting stories than the men? Very often. Yeah, they do. We all have stories. We all have um, motivational stories. We all have stories where we've been knocked down. We were able to get up. And, you know, with women, you know, there's women who are mothers that are fighting. There's women who are you know single and they're they're making a name for themselves, myself included, and. Yeah, women are really making their, their statement and really cementing who they are in just the sport of boxing. What is it that makes you a fighter? Were you born a fighter? Is it nurture the way you've grown up? Is it your struggles in life? How have you come to fighting? Yes, I would say I'm a born fighter. I was, I was born a fighter. I was born to to live up to the challenge. I was given challenges throughout life that made me better as a woman, as an athlete. And through those challenges come defeats, comes ups and downs. But when you're able to maneuver through those and believe in yourself and have faith and believe that there's something bigger than giving up, that's huge. And that's how I was able to navigate through life at 28 right now living my dream as a world champion and becoming undisputed at 130. Could you single out a couple of moments in your life when you were younger that impacted on you, that made you, you said you're a born fighter, but that impacted on you, that, that made you have to go through struggles? Yeah, absolutely. I would say one, just being a woman in life, right? You know, we, we have to make our way. And I believe that just, um, you know, I started wrestling, which is a, a male dominated sport, and then went to boxing, which is a male dominated sport. I said, I'm not going to allow my gender to, you know, derail me on who I am as Alicia. And so I was able to, you know, take that and, and use it as my motivation and, and become this strong woman um, to, to make a name for herself. Were you the only girl amongst boy wrestlers when you were a teenager then? I mean, having to I, wrestle boys, yeah? I was, I was, I was the only girl. And so that just put in my mind, like, I can do this. I can do this. And um, I, I didn't look back. Jumping on to Michaela, I interviewed her last week. She said she's better than you in all departments. She's going to give you a boxing lesson, that your power is not something she fears because she has more power. Um, what do you, how do you respond to, you know, she's got like an alter ego where she gets on one, she gets on social media and she gets very aggressive and she's very aggressive when she talks about you. What do, what do you make of her as an opponent and a, and, a, and a fighter and a person? You know, like you mentioned, it's an ego. You know, she's trying to boost her ego to make herself feel better. And she's starting to believe these things. 
Now, I would be very careful if I was her. The fact that she thinks that my power isn't something that she should watch out for. Every fighter should be aware of power, right? It's, it's a respect thing. It's not even, it just comes down to respect. And, you know, at this point, Michaela has to build herself up. So we get this. But um, I know I'm the better, the better athlete. My athleticism alone beats Michaela. This is a given. This is a given. I've, I've been in sports my whole life. And to see somebody like Michaela, to me, she's average. She's not, she's just another person I have to get through. That's it. That's how I see it. So do you think she's put, it's an act from her? Oh, it's definitely an act. And you know, because it's an act, you have to believe in that act and you have to keep that act up. So because this fight was announced from the beginning to where it's at now, she has to keep that act up. There's no going back because now, you know, the fight's made. September 10th is, is slowly approaching. So you will see. You've obviously got great memories of fighting in the UK. It's a happy hunting ground for you. Sheffield last year, um, where you enacted really one of the knockouts of the year against uh, Terry Harper. What are your memories of being in the UK? And do you enjoy the UK fans? Because we're enjoying halcyon days here with so many fans thronging to arenas. What are your memories of, of that event? My memories from like from fighting in the UK will ever will forever be like cemented, right? The UK is be a beautiful country, beautiful people. Everybody's very welcoming. And the fact that I had gotten so much respect after that fight, even in the arena, showed me that these are true boxing fans, that they, you know, they were maybe rooting for Terry. But hey, we support Alicia for what she did and for her to come over here as a challenger, as an underdog, and to make a statement. And because of that, I think they respect the sport more. And, you know, the, the crowds are huge. I, I love it. I love the UK. Do you plan to come here early so that you're acclimatized and spend time in a UK gym while you're here? Have you chosen one? Yes, I do plan to come early. So I'm definitely going to come early, get acclimated to the time, um, you know, continue training and come come fight week we're we're ready to get it on you are a great show woman we saw that in Sheffield do you think you'll end up stealing the show on on September the 10th I do I think there's there's a lot of anticipation on again who is Alicia Bumgardner she's stepping up to the plate once again to fight another world champion in the UK we want to see we want to see more of her you know we we've seen her with Terry we've seen her defend her title now this is this is her true test. Who is she? And so with that anticipation and that excitement, it's it's gonna be very telling on um, how the show goes. So yes, I believe you're obviously just a division within reach of say like a Katie Taylor. Um, is is someone like Katie Taylor an ambition for you? Up 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 another weight? Yeah, absolutely. Um, as a fighter, as a competitor, I want to fight the best. This is for legacy. This is for the sport of boxing. These are these fights make the sport. These fights allow for young girls to look up to say, "Hey, I want to do a project on one of the best women's fights." You know, and those have those fights have to be made. Well, that's all from me and Addy for this week, the ladies special on Fight Night. Join us next time, every Saturday night, of course, but also on the podcast every week. I'm Gareth A. Davis. We'll see you next time. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.